these 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 queens. I'm telling you, they know what they're talking about, folks. They know what they're talking about here. When you listen to this podcast, we got your Nikki. Bray, he takes up all my time. Adam Cole. Hey, babe. Okay, be still my beating heart. Go on. Um, all I know is I would totally be a heel. I'd be a heel. I have cosplayed as Paige on multiple occasions. Let me get you Jennifer. I'm more over than you are. I wish I wish a lot of men weren't allowed to talk. I.e. you might have obviously. I think if Kenny is not on your list, then you need to figure out why not. I would make a really good Baron Ballet. I really think I could. I would get him over. I would. They're the queens of the ring. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Hi, guys. So here we are, yet again. We're back at it again. Still kind of in a funk, too. Yeah. Yeah, so after this podcast, there will be another one up, which is, has nothing to do with wrestling, but if you guys want to hear about what a funk we're in and how depressed yeah. we are, then you might like it. It's pretty bad, guys. <laughs> it really is. Really we is. know a lot of you, a lot of you can relate to it. So That and plus, we really are just going to go off. Well, I am at least. I'm going to go off about most everything in my life. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to. Some stuff I'm not going to go too detailed about, but mostly everything. Yeah. I mean, we have to have some secrets and privacy. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Just like wrestlers. I'm serious. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I'm just going to tell you now, I am so not as confident as I am here in person. I'm really not. <laughs> not. I don't know. I think you are. Well, except when it came to the whole braid situation. You were, like, mesmerized. <laughs> he was, it. too. He was, too. Okay? Don't even. It was a good 10-second <laughs> stare. It was. At least. And we will be talking about it forever, guys. Oh, I don't think we said anything yet, but Nikki is coming to Atlanta to see me in November. We're going to Raw. And, guys, the place where we can meet the wrestlers, and when they're walking in, they have to walk by. They cannot drive. They have to walk. So we're going to be there morning and night, and there will be a Bray moment part two is what she's hoping. Two, three, ten. Yeah, maybe two and three. Yeah. Ten. Never know. But I don't know who I'm going to be excited for. I don't think Seamus is going to stop. Seamus or Cesaro. I don't think the Hardys are going to stop. So you hold up your sign. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, you guys. When Seamus was on um, Talk is Jericho with um, Cesaro, and they were talking, Seamus brought up the fact that somebody had that Cesaro as daddy. No, actually, Seamus started telling the story, and then Cesaro finished, and he was like, oh, somebody had a poster that says Cesaro is daddy, and I didn't know what that meant. Seamus was into that shit, you guys. He was so into it. He, he was, was awkwardly <laughs> into it, guys. He was awkwardly into it, and I think that Jericho and Seamus Cesaro were very uncomfortable. He was like, dirty daddy. What do you say? Dirty daddy, naughty daddy, or something yes. like that? <laughs> and the whole time, I'm just like, What? <laughs> It was great. It was great. So yeah. I'm going to make a poster that says Seamus' daddy, too. And I'm going to take it to Raw. <laughs> and I'm going to tweet him a picture of it before I go. So yeah. if and I could uh, honestly get that man to stand there and hold that sign with me and take a picture, that would be the best thing ever. That would maybe Trump Bray moment part three. <laughs> part three, maybe. Hey, maybe. part three, there could be words. There could be. There could be a, a, a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The only one I've had exchange of words with is TJ. 
which was cute. He's very nice. Brief, Brief but cute. Very nice. Okay, question of the week is our top, or not necessarily top, five of our favorite storylines of the past five years. Because honestly, I can't put anything in order, and I'm going to forget a lot of stuff. So I just picked five that I could think of. I picked the three, well, four, that are my favorites. And then that last one, I really had to think about it for a good hour because I really couldn't think of anything. And I came up with something, and I'm kind of like, I love it. But then again, it could have done done better, maybe? So we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Okay. All right. You go first. All right. So this was a hard one for me. And this is in no specific order, guys. Like, really, it's not. Um, my first one was Bray Wyatt slash Wyatt Family versus John Cena. Mm. And I love how Bray actually shook John Cena. Like, there were times where he was act looked, well, looked, scared. Which, nobody ever really does that to Cena. That's true. Yeah. Cena always keeps up this strong front. Like, he's, you know, what is he? I don't know all that crap he says. Never give also, up. Also, loyalty, respect. <laughs> yeah. Pretty no, cool. About him being tough and everything. Like, Cena does not break easy. He does not. He well, falls down nine times. He gets up ten. You can't keep him down. Blah, blah, blah. Well. <laughs> um, I also love the creepy factor. Like, the little boy at Extreme Rules with the sheet mask on, singing, and John Cena's just like, holy shit. And also, like, when Eric Rowan was in the mirror and he turns around and he's not there. That's true. Yeah, that was... Yeah, the kids with the masks and singing the whole, oh. whole world. Yeah, that was that was some creepy shit. That was some of Bray's best work, I think. I love it. Even though it was with Cena, it was some of his best work. I feel like the two ones that I talk about were his best. But then he's got moments sprinkled where if he was used better, it would have been better than what I'm talking about. That's true. That's yes. true. But so, um, I know. Poor Bray. Um, anyway, also I agree with a lot of the points he brought up about John Cena. Well, like he said, he said that... John Cena is a thoroughbred horse where he's always going to run and he's always going to win and the crowd's going to go wild. And that's just how things are. Oh, that's true. And he was talking about how, oh my God, I'm trying to think of the exact words, how Cena puts on this veil of, like we were talking about, hustle, loyalty, and respect. But deep down, he's really not about that. Not anymore. I think wow. in the beginning he was, but not wow. anymore. Hollywood got a hold of him. Fame got a hold of him. Yes. And I feel like in the past five years, that's one of John Cena's better storylines. Yeah, because he's in and out a lot now. Like, he's not there all the time, so it's really hard to build a, a really good storyline. Like, this stupid flag match thing at Battleground this Sunday, yeah. like... Like, that, there's no, we were there when that started, you know, on July 4th. That's the only reason why it's a flag match, is because he came back on July 4th. And, like, it's like, eh, wh whatever. Like, 
I don't think anybody really cares. And they've had one before. I think him and Rusev. I know he's had a flag match before. I'm pretty sure it was him and Rusev. But and that's the thing is like Battleground. I don't really care about any of it. Really, no. Eh, well, like I, Baron I and Shinsuke, I feel like they could could have built up better. Yeah. The women's match is like the only thing I'm looking forward to, but that's we'll true. See. It'll be good. It'll be a good match. Yeah. And Brazongo find out who's been um, cutting their little horse's head off and uh, it's ascension. Let's get it straight. Guys. <laughs> Y'all know who it is. Attacking um, Breezy from behind. The ascension. Duh. That's gonna be. Or so Mojo. Or it's Mojo. You know, I kind of thought about that. Because they did have that scene in the hallway a couple weeks ago with the horse before the horse's head Mojo. got cut off. So Mojo and Zach knew about the horse. Jesus Christ, Mojo cut a horse's head off. I would love it. I want Mojo to turn heel so bad. I would love it. Okay, so what is yours now? Well, that's one of mine, actually, is Brizongo. I think it's one of the best, like, gimmicks they've come up with in a really long time. Like, in the beginning... I was like, oh, God, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. But you have to think about it. Fandango didn't have anything to do. They had Summer Rae was wherever she was. Like, she was, you know, being Breezy's, you know, crutch, basically. And, like, neither one of them really had any direction without having a girl with them. So they made them boyfriends and put them together. Yay! I'm still waiting for that kiss. Me too. Me too. I think it'll happen eventually. Or they'll come, like, they'll come so, so close to it. They'll, like, keep testing the waters, keep testing it, and then I honestly think people will go for it. But anyway, I think that that was a really, really smart idea. I think at the time when they put them together, they probably were just like, oh, here, we'll just throw these two guys together. But it's really worked out because they have really good chemistry. They are both hot, and <laughs> they both really are playing up these little clips, these little, um, what are they calling them now? The, it's like the X-Files files. Yeah, but this is called something different, isn't it? Like the new thing they're doing now that's supposed to be like a play off the X-Files where um, it's like the different intro, different music and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, the point is it's getting better and better. I just love it. I think it's so funny and it's really, they're really like my favorite tag team right now. Oh yeah, they're the only ones who are still together. And they're really good. I mean, they're really, really entertaining, and I think it sucks that they only got that one title shot. That one. Bullshit. You know, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Like, you're breaking up every tag team. You broke up American Alpha. You know, you're, you're continuing to break up tag teams, and then you have Brazongo, and you're letting New Day have a shot again. Not that I don't love New Day, but let somebody else have a shot. Breezy and Fandango deserve some rematches. They deserve some more chances. But that's definitely one of my favorite storylines, for sure. That we got a, a tag team that's just as entertaining as New Day, but just in a different way. Can I just say, they're slowly becoming, like, the must-watch part of SmackDown. They really are. And, like, and most I, of the time, they're on the screen. They're not even in the ring. Yeah, they're not even in the ring. Nope. So, we love Brazongo. We do. All right. So, my next one is the Daniel Bryan Yes Movement. That's a good one. Because honestly, I was iffy on Daniel Bryan before he started losing all the time. And then I just started feeling really bad for him. That's true. If you guys wonder what that noise is, that's Dean Ambrose. 
He knows I'm recording right now. <laughs> it does. Damn, Dean. Okay, go ahead. So anyway, um, so before the Yes movement, he was used so bad. Like that stuff with AJ Lee. Mm, yeah. Was terrible. It was terrible, guys. It was painful. It was painful. It was. like, And then the match with Sheamus at Mania that was like 17 seconds long or something like that. Did where kiss AJ? Yeah. Yeah. So it was horrible. And then Team Hell No happened. That was good. That I was good. But that's kind of where things started to kind of get some momentum going. Right. And that was another unlikely team where they were just like, let's throw these two well, together. Throw these two together. And I feel like it was one of Kane's better storylines. It was. Like where they had to go to the counseling. And, yeah. yeah. At least of like the 2000s because Kane has had some shit storylines. Really has. Yeah, and now he's really running is. for some kind of office, right? He's running for like mayor or something. <laughs> so Mayor Kane? Pulling a Jesse Ventura. No, Ventura was governor. Never mind. Yeah. So anyway, um, after Team Hell No kind of ended, then he was losing consistently every week. Like Sami Zayn. <laughs> Just like Sami Zayn. And he organically, and we all know that he is not Vince's guy. He's right. not. He's really not. And... I feel like he organically got that, I mean, where they had to make it a storyline at that point because right. of just how everything was. And it, I think it all kind of came to a head when he hijacked Raw. Which is probably, like, one of the most memorable things that's really ever happened on Raw. And that's saying something. Not only that, but everything he said was true. Like... They don't want him. They want Randy Orton. They want Batista. They want big guys, big sweaty men. <laughs> and he's like five foot nine, five foot ten, two hundred pounds. I mean, technically, if he were still wrestling, they'd probably stick him in the cruiserweights. Probably they'd get more views. Yeah, but he's he said not only what he was thinking, but it's exactly what everyone else was thinking. And he, I mean, getting the WWE universe behind you that much to where they changed WrestleMania right. for you because fans are that pissed off that Batista won, like, is crazy. And then, of course, like, WrestleMania 30, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that moment was insane. It was literally insane i cried it was it was crazy see I, w I was really never a huge daniel bryan fan as far as wrestling goes but uh yeah i mean once all that happened and i started paying more attention because i i kind of looked at him as like the comic relief with kane more so than being yeah. taking him seriously as a wrestler and then after you know the um takeover and all that stuff then I was really like okay yeah this guy can really wrestle and he was just like he was just in the prime guys he was just hitting the stride like he was and then it all got taken away from him I felt so so bad for him life is not fair guys it's not, not. 
It's but really it was the Debrai pipe bomb. That's what it was. And it was amazing. But it wasn't fair. But I think the part now is like we can all – because before people didn't know he was wrestling all over the world. Right. And now – I mean, you have all of this footage where you can go watch – Brian Danielson in Ring of Honor, or pretty much everywhere. Right. So, we love Brian Danielson. And Talking Smack, what the hell? Oh, we'll have to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, but it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, too. It's terrible. Not fair. No, it's not. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, so my next one is actually... More of a segment than is a storyline. Um, but it was the build-up to the Money in the Bank 2016 last year. When they all sat on those ladders. Yes! And cut that promo with each other. Sitting on the ladder. Sitting on the ladders. And you have Dean, he's like straddling the ladder. Like, hey, I'm up on this ladder. Cool, whatever. And then you have Jericho sitting there with his legs crossed and his scarf swung over his shoulder. And you have Seamus up there acting all, um, not Seamus, Cesaro up there acting all educated. And then you have fucking Del Rio up there. Who cares? And then you have KO and Sammy who are, like, going back and forth at each other. And it was just that, that segment. Well, the segment that opened Raw this past week is my favorite probably in the last five years. But uh, that segment is probably, like, number two or three. Like, that whole build up to that thing. Like, they really built that up and I feel like with the men's match this year there was really no build up it was just like okay yeah they're all gonna be in this match you know whatever like you know one would attack one one week blah 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 but that just that whole promo I th- I'm pretty sure most of that was done on the fly and it was just it was so good so I guess it's more of a more of a segment than a storyline but I mean I don't feel like they always build up the money in the banks and I feel like they really built that one up and that one was really um Really handled well, except for Del Rio, who's an ass. But anyway, no, he's an ass. I can he's say a- that. I can say that he's an ass. <laughs> well, next, Wyatt's versus Shield, which was awesome. Which, holy shit, I watched a chunk of it today, <laughs> just kind of jogging my memory because it's been a little while. Oh, my God. All I remember is before they even started fighting, people were chanting, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they were literally like, shields on one side standing. Wyatt's are on the other. Shields gets awesome. on the ring. Bray <laughs> get on the ring. This is awesome starts. Roman gets in the ring. Bray gets in the ring. Bray gets out of the ring. <laughs> and I'm like, literally, that was one of the first things I watched. And I'm like, this actually is awesome, but... So stupid. Right. Yeah. And I feel like the nice part of that was they didn't make the Wyatt family look like like coward. Well, not cowards, but because sometimes they were, but that was like heelish cowardness. Um, they weren't weak. Right. Like it was insane because you have the shield who basically dominated for two ish years. At the time, about two-ish years. Then you have the Wyatts who are about a year in. And it's like, 
they've never met before. They have the same numbers at the time. And their matches were incredible. They really were. Freaking incredible. But I, I think, think, I think oh, because all those guys can really sell stuff. Especially Bray and Luke and the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys. Eric, eh, a little iffy. But the rest of them can sell stuff really well. Yeah. So and also, helps. I feel like during that time you saw Bray's mic skills mm-hmm. get so much better. Right. And he actually started bringing that creepiness and, I don't want to say edgy, but he kind of was. And it's at that like time... jaggedness. Yeah. Not edgy. He's more like jagged. Yeah. But that's that's what makes him special. I like him. Um, I know. I was just... <laughs> anyway, um, but also during that time, that's when the shield started infighting. Yeah, and uh, the the best. <laughs> okay, so Dean, the shield's fighting. They're yelling at Dean for being out too late the night before for some reason. <laughs> and uh, Roman and Seth are standing there, and Bray just walks over, and he's like, "So." I don't know why, but it just struck me as like, this is genius. Because it's right. total opportunistic. But I just, I don't know. It's kind of like Hatfields and McCoys. It's like the ultimate battle. It is. But it's like two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. You have like this well-oiled machine in the shield, and you have these crazy wild card Wyatts. And then all of a sudden the shield starts showing that they're not... Maybe as much of a weld oils machine as they're showing. Yeah. 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 It's depressing times for me, guys. I'm sorry. But it was good. Hey, we're, we're coming back around. We are. I can't wait to talk about Raw. But... I know. Right. Next. Okay, my next one is the brand split this year and everything that surrounded the brand split. Because when, you know, they first started talking about it, I was like, oh, God, like, you know, we're going to get the same old matches. It's going to be stupid. It's going to, you know, why do they do this shit every year? But the way that they did it, and, you know, they brought in the GMs, and then they, you know, did the draft like they always do, and then they had the match to decide where the belt was going to go. And I just loved the fact that Dean was the one that helped keep the belt on SmackDown. You know, he had – that he was like he had like a one out of three chance so um i think it was one out of three that was when he fought he fought the shield brothers right to, for the um ball. no it was, seth. It was. no was it, it seth? was it was draft pick versus draft pick i thought it was then, three. Well, anyway no because roman was suspended Suspended, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. And I was at the role where that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I digress. But anyways, so, yeah, so Dean, you know, they all came out, and it was like the show of unity, you know, SmackDown, and then we had Survivor Series right after that, where that team SmackDown, and Shane joined the team, and Shane was acting like a dad. Shane was being like dad to everybody during Survivor Series, and they were protecting him beforehand, and I just... SmackDown became the A show, and, you know, I guess Vince or somebody didn't like it. Vince. Yeah. 
and and took all the goodness away. All of it away. They stuck but, Bray on Raw. Stuck Bray on Raw. Sent Dean to Raw, which at first I was really pissed about, but now I'm kind of glad he's there. But I, I was really pissed about that because he was like one of the, the headliners of SmackDown, and they, they took the belt from him, and they just kind of shoved him to the side and... Took him away from his wife. Yeah, it's true. Took him away from his wife, um, which they don't like her either, apparently. Um, AJ, you know, the AJ Dean thing, like, just the brand split in general, to me, was just more, I'm more, I was more excited about the SmackDown part, but I was really not looking forward to it when they first started talking about it, but I think it's the best thing that could have ever happened to SmackDown. I have to say, I just loved, during the Seth and Dean match, how... At the very end, when Dean won, Daniel Bryan and Shane were running around mm-hmm, doing the yeah. yes thing. Doing the yes, yes. Yeah. It was the greatest thing in the world. And um, I feel like with the super stupor, yeah, I call it stupid. So <laughs> that's what I was thinking, guys. Superstar shakeup, it ruined what they had going. They had yeah. still so many stories that could have been told. Because like, the ladders on SmackDown are so much better. Well, not only that, but you have AJ and Bray. We didn't mm-hmm. see that. Randy and Dean. We haven't seen that in a while. Nope. Like, there's so many combinations that we could have played with. The Miz and AJ. We never really saw that go anywhere. Baron and Bray. Baron and Bray. You know? Yeah. I mean... A lot of different things. And not only that, if you're having a shakeup. You could have Ty versus any one of them. Dean, Bray, Miz. You could have Shinsuke versus Bray, Dean, Miz. Like, that's true. There was still so many stories that could have been told. And not only that, but if you want to shake it up, bring Sammy on over and have him go against a whole set of people where right now he's not really doing that at all. Sammy should have went over there a long time ago. He should have went in the original. Yep. He should have. Okay. Yeah. Alright, what's your next one? My next one is Broken Matt. Of course it is. It is. So guys, I love Broken Matt. Um, and honestly... I didn't really hear about, I don't watch TNA, and I didn't watch TNA before, but um, everybody was talking about the final deletion, which obviously the hype, I was like, yeah, it can't be that good. The final deletion was incredible. At times cheesy, but incredible. Like, I loved everything Matt did. He totally reinvented himself and made himself that much better. And just the storyline sucked me in. Like, I was like, oh, this is cheesy. And then I couldn't stop watching it. Like, it's kind of like a train wreck. See, that's why I stopped watching. (laughs) But I was like, I... But I feel like after the final deletion, when Brother Nero came out, and he's now a part of their twisted, weird group family thing Mm -hmm. I felt like it was crazy but you couldn't stop watching it and 
it made me want to keep watching and made me actually like Queen Rebecca and King Maxwell and Senior Benjamin and Vanguard One. And it made me really like I would watch it after watching it on TV. I'd be like, I have to go watch this again because it was so good. And really? that was all, guys, here's my opinion on it. That's all Matt and Rebby. That has nothing to do with Impact or TNA or whatever the fuck they were called. That has nothing know. to do with I don't them. Even, yeah, no. Hell no. And it's obvious. It's obvious because, you know, you have Double J playing shady tricks and it's we just need to end it nobody's gonna watch impact anymore if you're a hardy's fan and here's the thing is if impact tries to capitalize on broken matt make dvds t-shirts action figures whatever nobody's gonna buy it because matt and jeff will be like no we do not endorse that um honestly out of the whole specials whole line of specials they did i loved delete or decay i felt like it was creepy it was fun is that what that weird girl yeah where rosemary maxwell yes rosemary tries to kidnap king maxwell see when i saw that whenever rosemary and whatever those two that were with her it was abyss and it was abyss crazy crazy steve See, that's when I stopped watching TNA. I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I can't. I can't. But I have went back and watched some of um, Crazy, of Broken Matt. I always want to call him Crazy Matt. Broken hey, Matt. Crazy Steve is in NXT, though. Really? Yes. Acting like he was then or something he else? He hasn't debuted yet. Oh. Yes. So that could be happening. But here's the thing, guys, is... You have to remember, Vince tried to copy the final deletion with the New Day and the Wyatts. And look how well that turned out. That's true. That was a very weird feud. That was very odd. Although I will say Xavier sold it pretty well. He did. I really hated when they came out as like stereotypical redneck farmers and tried talking shit on the Wyatts. It's like, that's not even... That's not even their gimmick. That wasn't even their gimmick in NXT. Like, they're not farmers. They're not in a cornfield. Biggie, you're a fucking scarecrow. I see you. Stop. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they don't get it. And I think that's the part that really just pissed me off. I watched it. I was like, what the hell is this? It was a mess. I don't even remember how it ended. They just kind of dropped it, right? They had a match. Eh. Eh. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it it didn't last for very long. No. I felt really bad for... And at that time, they had Braun. Yeah. I'm like, really? Really? Um, But anyway, it makes me nervous, though. Because Broken Mat's most likely coming, guys. Uh, Yeah. Every week, it gets more and more... Broken. Yeah. More yeah. broken. It does. And it worries me. Because look, when Vince tried to copy it, look how bad it turned out. But don't you think at this point the Hardys have enough clout that they can kind of... I'm hoping so. 
I really am. I hope Vince doesn't turn him into some sideshow. I hope they don't turn him into what Bray is now, where he's just sitting there spouting this really good promos where you believe everything and you're like, yes, I'm behind this guy, and then shit on him. But I really think that what's coming up with Finn will be different. I really do. I hope. I hope. Because I love them both. And they deserve good things. I do. So, Vince, you do it better. Leave them alone. Leave them alone! Let them do their thing. Okay, so... My next one... is, Is hard to talk about, guys. It is... When everyone turned on Adam Cole. In Ring of Honor. It was so horrible. It was so horrible. And I know he tried to poison Nick, but it was so horrible. And, you know, we knew something was going to happen because we knew that Adam had, uh. that he, we, we knew he wasn't going to renew his contract, right, guys? So we knew something was going to happen, like, week by week. It was getting a little iffy. And I was at the show where it started. You were. And it was just, uh, it, was, it was so, so, like, okay, when is it going to happen? How's it going to happen? Maybe it won't be that bad. It was bad, guys. It was horrible. It was bad. Like, they, you know, he's, he gets the shit beat out of him. And then, you know, Marty comes out with the Bucks. And Marty's surprised. He's part of the villain club. But he's part of the bull club, which I love that he's part of the bullet club. But, you know, they're, they're beat him. And then the Bucks kiss him one more time on the cheek. But they're being assholes about it. Because that's their thing is is Adam would always lean over and like point at his cheeks and the Bucks would always lean over and kiss him on the cheek. And they're being assholes about it. Like that there's a t shirt, guys, with that picture on it. I cannot. Like I've seen no. it and I can't. No, it's on pro wrestling tees and it's literally the Bucks, like Adam's like, you know, barely coherent and like um, They're kissing his cheeks. Yeah, Marty has a hold of his head, pulling his head up, and they're down on the ground kissing his cheeks, mocking. But the whole way it was done was really cool. Like, they put Kenny Omega up on the screen, and Kenny was like, every club needs a villain. And, like, Adam was like, what the hell is going on? And, like, you know, they just, everyone turned on him. And I know he was being a dick, but damn. Like, it was just, it was so sad, you guys. And it was just a really sad way. Like, even though Adam's made a couple appearances on Ring of Honor since then, like, briefly, like, that was basically it. That was basically the end of Adam Cole on Ring of Honor and the Bullet Club. And it was just so depressing. Well, and if you watch Being the Elite, in the last episode, the ghost of Adam may be back. Yeah, they, they say that Adam is, is dead. And um, call him a ghost. Yeah. But then some creepy shit started happening. That's true. <laughs> and then that referee that Nick accidentally, like, killed <laughs> is back. Like, he's alive, and he's like, hey, guys. And Nick's like... Um, what? <laughs> so, is he dead? I don't know. I'm still so torn about where Adam's going to end up and everything. It's just, it's so depressing. I loved him in Ring of Honor. I didn't want him to leave Ring of Honor. Like, if they wanted to kick him out of the Bullet Club, fine. But Adam should have stayed in Ring of I, Honor. I wanted him to stay long enough for the Kenny-Adam match. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, they really hinted at that. You know, I they guess did. it was just, I guess it was just to make Adam, you know, make it, you know, 
make the bucks choose choose between the two, you know, I guess. But when they were in Japan, Kenny was trying to cut a promo and Adam jerked the microphone out of his hand and started talking. And it was like total diss to Kenny. And, you know, it's like, come on. Like, we, like, we never saw them wrestle. Did no. they ever wrestle together? Like, not, I don't think they ever. They had a wrestled. tag match. Like one. <laughs> and that was the one where he ripped the mic out of his hand. So, yeah, I mean, it just sucks. It just sucks. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm, I just keep thinking, the Bullet Club's for life. Oh, he'll come. It'll come back around. It will. It will. He, you know, if he gets called up from NXT, which we all assume that's where he's going, and gets called up, you know, eventually, him, Finn, if Carl and Gal, if uh, Gals Anderson stick around, eventually something will happen. Well, and here's the thing, is this kind of struck me. In this, um, Rolling Stone did a, like, 15-minute documentary on the Young Bucks. How awesome is that? Oh, my God, it was so good. It was incredible. It's awesome that Rolling Stone is, has noticed them awesome well and going back to what i was talking about sports illustrated actually did an article on broken mat and the fight to get the ownership it's pretty cool crazy right anyway um i noticed at the end of the rolling stone piece nick was like you know we're not gonna rule out the wwe and matt even said we have our contracts for two more years, but after that, we don't know where we'll go. See, I don't, I don't want them there. I don't want them there, but, but if that's what they want to do, I feel I like it's starting to go from oh, we'll never go there, and now it's kind of like well, we got two more years to think about it, right? So it's kind of like that's kind of how Adam did it too, though. Yeah. And then Kenny has already said he'll eventually be there. So I, I, and plus now all the fuck the revival stuff. Oh God. I love it. I love it so much. That and Cody even said he may go back one day. If they treat him like right. (laughs) But they're treating nobody right. No, not right now. Mm -mm. But we will get back to that later. Yeah, we will talk about that. That's our hot topic at the end. Um, so, yeah, that was my, la- my next one. Okay. okay. My last one. Jericho. Oh, my God. That was on my list. Really? Yes. Is that last one? No. I had one. I have, you don't have two left? No. Who started? You started. I started. So, I have Bray and Cena. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Wyatt's and Shield. Yeah. Broken Matt. Oh, and okay. Jericho. Okay. I do have an honorable mention, though, if you want me to. Well, I'm pissed. You took Jericho. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Jericho, where do I begin? Hot um, mess turn into gold. It was a hot mess. It's kind of like Brizongo. Yeah. Like, you really were like Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens? <laughs> no! Let me tell you. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Like, like a year, right? It was about a year, roughly. And I became invested. Like, I let cried. me tell you. I cried too. I think I was texting you or Snapchatting <laughs> you, and I'm like, 
What's happening? <laughs> I know, it was terrible. And they were the first breakup of the year. Oh, they were. You're they right. They were. And they had the Festival of Friendship, and every <laughs> tag team was like, I want to be in the Festival of Friendship. And guess what? Now they've all broken up. Yep. And so, Owens says what he always does. Turns on his friend. Somebody in the back. But what I did like about it, even though I love Jericho, was that he told Jericho, at least Sammy was his best friend, that Jericho never was. Which was sad, but I was like, okay. sure acknowledging Sammy. The moment that got me, when Jericho has the clipboard. I know. And he says, why is my name on the list? And I was like, it's like the Adam moment in person. When, he, when they're like, he's like, you're fired. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I think, guys, I was there, obviously, the first night that Adam happened, and I remember texting you going, oh, my God, something yeah. happened. If you know what she's talking about, Adam fired the Bucks from the Bullet Club, which is stupid, and the next week he went back and tried to take it back. But, uh, yeah, I was there, and Jennifer got to hear me going, no! <laughs> it's bad, it's bad. I'm like, what's going on? Because we, we knew something was going to happen with Adam eventually, but... We didn't think it would be then. No. And last time I saw Adam, it was he was he was good. Him and the Bucks, they were good. I don't know. So I, got, I have a good memory of Adam. Good memories. I have, like, a couple good memories. Well, you met him, so... I did meet him. I'm talking, about, I, I'm talking about in the ring. I have one. What? He was in a match that night. (laughs) It's Adam Cole, baby. Anyway, um, back to Jericho. Um, Just the, it's the little things too. Like, it's not just like the mate. They had so many little things about them. And just the list in general. The list of Jericho was genius. (laughs) But then you have Kevin, who, if you watched PWG, he actually did this to Adam before, where he was sitting there and he held his arms out and jumped out and, like, wrapped his legs around Adam and held onto him. (laughs) Well, he did it to Jericho. And instantly I was like, I remember this. I remember this from somewhere. And I saw the video before and I was like, Oh, my God. And the funny thing is, it's not until Ride Along that came out six months after they broke up where he says, you know, I used to do that on the indies. And Jericho's like, I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> so, guys, watch Ride Along with Jericho. You will, like, your heart will break a little bit because they were so good together. And Kevin would buy him presents to tell him he was sorry. I, so I felt like I felt like there was some love there. There was. You could tell they had a really good time. And and right before KO turned on him, that little speech that Jericho gave Kevin about he had had a really good year with him and all this stuff. He meant and, that. Yeah, that was, and he's like, "You're my best friend." And then he had the painting that yeah. was really creepy. But I guess you could have bought it on WWE Shop for like a month. Oh God, I totally should have bought it. But I don't know. It was just you could tell that they had a really good time. You could tell that and I think Jericho said he did, of course he didn't say this is one of my favorite storylines, but he made he made some kind of comment to the effect like this is the most fun I've had in a long time or you know, yeah. something something like that. So it was 
you know, and then Jericho was going out for, you know, he's out now touring or whatever. So it was a good way to send him out and breaking all of our hearts by crushing Jericho. And being the first tag team to break up. And break up in a big way. Yep. Yeah, explosion. Okay, so since you took my Jericho, I have down to my last one then, which we both were going to do. And uh, it's about a breakup, too. Uh, you know what's funny? My honorable mansion? Breakup. <laughs> oh, well. Well, go on. So, it is the breakup of the shield, which literally I did cry for oh. probably a good 15 minutes. Okay, let me just say, I was in shock for a good five. Like, mouth hanging open, like, what just happened? And then I cried. I cried the whole time. I just like, like you could tell it was coming, and you know you you knew at some point. I guess I just didn't. I didn't expect it to be Seth. Everybody expected it to be Dean. Yeah. And I just that look on Dean Ambrose's face, man. Like it was just so sad. It was just so sad. And like I feel like he wanted to cry, and I was crying. I was like, no, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. Like, my favorite thing about WWE, the, really the thing that really got me really, really back into WWE was The Shield. Because I had stopped watching consistently. My husband watches it religiously. And I had stopped watching consistently. Like, if I was in the room, I would watch it. But if I wasn't, I was like, eh, whatever. And then when The, sh the Shield started, I was like, okay, I really like this. I'm going to watch. And that's really what got me to watch every single week and got me back into you know, full-time wrestling fan, full-timer, made me a full-timer, again, uh, was. <laughs> now we're overtimers. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it just, it broke my heart. It was so, it was very well done. They did a really good job. Um, and then what followed afterwards, the um, Ambrose-Seth feud. I'm going to kind of tie them together. Because it was fucking awesome. Like, they are so good together. And they can, I mean, they can do whatever. I don't care if they're sitting in that ring staring at each other. It's going to be the best staring contest you've ever seen in your entire life. Like, they just work so well together, and that feud was awesome. And it made sense because Roman was pissed. Like, Roman was really pissed. But Dean was heartbroken. Like, he, you could tell, he, I don't remember if he said his heart was broken at the time, but you could tell he was way more affected than Roman I was. think he said a few times, you were my brother. Yeah. But I don't think he was ever like, Broke my heart. Well, he did on. Who you talking about? Uh, Dean. Dean. Yeah. Well, he did. He did last night. But oh um, yeah. Night. But um, just it was just I just guys, my soul was just ripped. My heart was ripped out. Like it was. I was so upset. I felt and like you could hear the audible gasp. Yeah. From the audience. Yeah. It was like you were destroying the best thing on the show. What are you doing? Like. No, no, and it was Seth. It was, I mean, and not that it would have made it better if it had been Dean, but Dean has always been my favorite member of the Shield from the from the jump. He was always my favorite. I think and Dean, because even looking at like the Wyatt stuff, which happened before Evolution, so that was beginning mm -hmm. 2014. You could see that they were kind of hard on Dean, so you could you were like, oh yeah, he's gonna snap, mm -hmm. like. Plus, he was always a loose cannon anyway. Yeah. You're like, oh, he's going to snap. This is it. You know, here he goes. And then for it to be Seth. 
Like, nobody thought. Yeah. a little brother. Like, nobody thought that that would happen. So I guess it was a wise choice. But, I mean, clearly they were wanting to push Seth. They had decided Seth was who they were going to push. And Seth did a great job. Man, I hated his guts. I was I was so mad. I hated him. I hated him. Your hate for Roman is what I felt for Seth for a long time. I don't think it's that bad. It was it was pretty bad. Like, I just, every time he got on my screen, I was just like, oh, my God, just go away. Just go away. <laughs> just shut your mouth. But the feud was awesome. The feud was, I could see them feud forever. If you fight forever, hug it out forever, I don't care. You put those two anywhere near each other, and I love it. So They're soulmates. They are. They're wrestling soulmates. Seth said that. And I think the Dean would probably agree. Um, he'd probably be like, what does that mean? <laughs> he would probably agree. <laughs> If someone explained it to him. Um, But it was just, the whole way it played out was amazing. And um, I think, like you said, we're about to come full circle, at least for the two of them. And I'm really, really excited about it. But, yeah, that's my number one. That's my number one. Okay. Heartbreaking as it was. Honorable mention. And this happened for years. So this might be out of the five-year limit, but kind of not. The saga of Kevin Owens slash Kevin Steen and Sami Zayn slash El Generico, El Generico. Oh, man. Now that right there. That broke your heart out. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't really think about it. And then I watched the Kevin Owens um, DVD. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Instantly, I was like. I'm freaking heartbroken again. They are just so sweet. And I feel like they're the ones who will just battle forever. Mm-hmm. Like... Because they're wrestling soulmates. They are. And best friends. And best besties. They're besties. And they blow through security stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I do love that moment in NXT before Kevin turned on Sammy when Sammy won the belt and Kevin went out and hugged him and it was just... It was just so, it's so nice to see guys. Hug it out. Tough guys, like, having emotions like that and not being ashamed of having emotions like that and having bonds like that with each other. Like, it was, like, that, that you know, obviously was not scripted at all. That was how they felt. And then he had to get out of the ring and turn on him, like, automatically, you know. But it's like in that, in the documentary where, um, Kevin wins the universal title and he comes back there and first person he hugs is Sammy and he says this is ours and I literally cried I cried it was just, it was so sweet like poor Sammy has got shit on and got nothing and, and Kevin knows that and you know it's like Kevin's like you know we're in this together this is ours we got this we won this together like I wouldn't oh, be here without you getting like teary eyed I know like I yeah. wouldn't be here without you you know and it's just ugh Good honorable that. mention, right? Very good honorable mention. All right. Do you, are we good? We're good. All right. So, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh my God. Um, emotional roller coaster. For sure. Yes. <laughs> um, honestly, there were a few moments that kind of stuck out to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure our moments are about the same. Well, the opening segment was the best. Segment. Oh, my God. Yeah. My heart. Like, 
I, I really would like to know how much that they talked out in advance. Because I really feel like majority of that, they just did it. Like, it just seemed really, really natural. I think somebody was like, well, you guys are apologizing tonight. Okay. Yep. But if you didn't watch Raw, uh, Dean goes out to the ring and he calls out Miz again for the millionth time. Miz doesn't come out. Seth comes out. And then Seth is like, you know, you don't want me to fight your battles. But then you came out and and seemed like you were trying to fight my battles. And, you know, I'm going to go against the Miz eventually because Miz drug me into this. And then he calls him brother. He says, brother, are you going to be in my way or are you going to be by my side? And boy, that pissed Dean off. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, brother, I ain't your brother. And so all this flood of emotion comes out. He's like, my brothers were in the shield. My brothers stood for something. My brothers had my back. And it was just like poor Seth was standing there. And he just looked so ashamed of himself. So ashamed. So but ashamed. It's, it's what I think the fans needed. Yeah, we need we needed that forever. Like because Roman was like, all right, yeah, like and Roman was definitely not hurt as much as Dean. No, but here's the thing: is that's what kind of made their storyline kind of suck. Yeah, because he was like, oh, okay, Seth, you're you're a good guy now. Okay, that's true. Like, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't enough, but we we needed this. Because you gotta think too, when Roman and Seth had their feud, it wasn't nearly as good or as long as Seth and Dean's. Because it wasn't as good. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I mean, it it wasn't, and there was as much emotion, and we needed we needed to hear Seth say, "I'm sorry." He said it twice. He yes. came out the first time. I don't know if he meant for it to, and then he repeated it again, and I love. I just love how Dean plays Dean. Like, I just love how you can tell on his face, like, what he's thinking. And so then Seth's like, okay, you're not going to let this go. Then, you know, hit me in the back with the chair. If that's going to make you feel better. Oh, before that, Dean said, you ran that chair right through my back and right through my heart. And I was like, oh. Like, Dean doesn't talk about emotions. Oh, and now he's, like, super emotional. And I'm super emotional because he is. It was like a couple, like, talking about their breakup. It was terrible. But they still love each other. But they still love each other. And so he's like, all right, if it's going to make you feel better, hit me in the back with the chair. And I kind of feel like people misconstrued why Dean didn't hit him with the chair. Like, yeah, he probably, in the, in the back of his mind, didn't want to. But I think he was like, no, this is what he wants me to do. Like, I'm not going to do this. Like, yeah. the look on his face, like, he, it wasn't really that he was really contemplating ever hitting him, I don't think. But he was just like, eh, no. You know, he's he's just doing this because he wants me to, he wants me to do this and I'm not doing it because he yeah. wants me to do it. And also I felt like he was kind of like, I'm not stooping to his level. That too. Like, why am I gonna do what he did to me? Because that makes me just as bad as him. But see, I, I don't know. Dean is like that. Dean be like, fine, I'll stoop to your fucking level. <laughs> like, well no, like there. he's so emotional that he's just like you sit there and you're like, okay, I hate this guy because he ran that chair through my back. Why am I going to go do that to him? Yeah. Like, I'm better than him. I see that. But I definitely yeah. think the main reason he didn't hit him was he's like, oh, that's what he wants me to do. Of course. I think, you know, they're not there yet. I think a lot of people are like, oh, he didn't hit him because he forgives him. No, he hasn't forgiven him yet. He will, but he hasn't forgiven him yet. I'm thinking give it two to three weeks. Yeah. For him to really 
see that Seth isn't going to just screw him over again. Yeah, that's that two on three match on next Monday will be very interesting. Everybody's like Roman's gonna come out. I'm like, no, Strowman's gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Strowman, not Roman. No, not Roman. Yeah. Roman's no. got his own stuff going on. So, uh, Braun. 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 There will be there will be a time, hopefully for the Shield before Dean leaves, which we all think that he will now that Renee got screwed over. Um, not we all. Me and you think he will. Um, uh, it's it's a theory that I've been hearing more now yeah. so um i don't know how long how much he has left in his contract well i'm sure somebody can find out i mean if they could yeah. get a floor plan at somebody's house i'm sure they can find out <laughs> how much time he has left in his contract i just i want a reunion like i feel like dean would leave and i feel like he would come back but i want that reunion damn it before he before he comes back i mean I, obviously i want seth and dean re- reunited more than anything but i want the shield reunited I do. Like, I want it before Dean leaves. But it was a great... I mean, I, I, wa- I literally watched that thing four times before I ever went on to anything else. I replayed it. I watched it originally, and then I replayed it three times. <laughs> and I was just, like, just enthralled. I was just enthralled with the whole thing. It was, like, was, it was like theater right there in front of you. Like, it was... I was so emotional. Like, oh, my God. It's a hot it was, mess. It was so good. It was so good. And the crowd was into it. But damn it, if I had been there, I would have been, like, screaming my head off when he said, I'm sorry. And I would have been, like, I would have been loud. And, like, uh, they, were, they were loud, but. Again, Jennifer, this is us. We're not the casual fan. I guess, but damn, like, this is a big deal, guys. Like, I get your clapping. I get that you're, you know, excited. But it's, this is a really big deal. Like, it's a big moment. It's a big moment. What kills me is it was in Nashville. I could have drove to Nashville. It's like three and a half hours away from where I live. I could have went to Nashville. Now they're all partying in Nashville right now. Now they're all partying on boats on the creek, on the lake in Nashville. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, um, Kurt Angle. Oh, God. See, so- I thought that would be saved for the very end, and it wasn't. So I was like, okay, it's not going to be that bad, because they're putting it, like, in the yeah. middle. Yeah. <laughs> um, total letdown, guys. Yeah. I was thinking there's going to be some sex scandal, that there's going to be, like, marriages destroyed, careers ended, and really it's... Well, you were thinking that, because that's what he said for weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, you know, my my, my marriage isn't could be heard of. I could lose my job. Yeah, over something you did when you were re- what? In college. In college. Like, Before no. you were a wrestler. Yeah. Before you went to the Olympics. I just I was totally let down. I I was surprised at who it was. I think we all agreed last week. We thought it was going to be Chad Gable. Totally thought it would be. And it was Jason Jordan. Although everybody on the internet immediately was like what well, makes sense because they do look a lot alike they kind of do but weird. yeah it just kind of pisses me off that they just ripped american alpha apart like that did you read what chad put on twitter yes jason oh my god he was talking about when he got hurt that jason slept in the, the hospital room with him and he was like my wife didn't even sleep in the hospital room with me like she went home and you stayed 
and slept in the room with me. And I was like, oh my god. Really, and guys? Like, another team bites the dust. I know. And like, poor Chad. I feel like Chad's just gonna be forgotten like everybody See, I else. Feel like, I feel like Chad was the better wrestler of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I'm like, that would make a lot more sense. It would. It would. I just, I don't know. And I feel like maybe we had, and, and the Corey thing, the Corey thing got me because they were like, Corey, you know about this week? He's like, yeah, me and Jason are really good friends in NXT. And I'm like, what? But he didn't tell Chad? Yeah, he didn't tell Chad and all of a sudden you guys are best buds? Like, no. We, no. I don't understand. I still feel like there's more, there was more to it to begin with and maybe they changed it. Because I don't understand the point of dragging Corey into it. It makes no sense. And maybe there will be more to it. Maybe the mother will eventually appear. She probably will. But um, I don't really know who it would would or could be. You know. That's another one of those, like, Alexa Bailey, this is your life things. I'm not game. Well, see, I thought it was just going to be horrible. And it, it wasn't horrible in the sense that it wasn't melodrama but it was I'm sorry but after the Seth and Dean thing right everything was a letdown (laughs) I was like that's it you knocked some girl up in college I thought he was banging somebody I thought he was gay (laughs) anything like anything anything. like anything I I, I just I feel like that there was going to be more to that story and they changed it for whatever reason. I don't know. I was very disappointed. Let down. But what, but what I was not disappointed in was that this stupid Finn and uh, Elias Sampson shit is about to be over because Bray is coming for him. Bray for the win! Yes. Bray oh, is and coming it was for good. him. It was so good. It was good. And did you see where Finn had that huge gash on yes! his Yes! Yeah. Yes, and now there's a no disqualification match on Monday. Mm-hmm. And you know who's going to come out during that? Yep. It's going to be Bray, guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to finally I'm, be face-to-face. I'm so conflicted. See, I'm not. Because I'm not a huge Demon Finn fan. I like I my am. Finn. I like my Finn with his leather jacket. I want the Demon to come out because that makes sense. So I will be pulling for, for Bray whenever Finn is in the Demon form. I really will. But put Finn in that leather jacket with that pop collar, uh-uh, Finn all day long. Yeah, I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm like, put that paint on him and work, going to town, but then Bray comes out, and I'm like, <laughs> read me the telephone book, and I'm on, panties dropped. Yeah. So, I'm very conflicted. I, I'm thinking, I know where my allegiances lie, though. Oh, I do. You, you know where my allegiances lie. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to be Team Finn, Team Demon then. You might. So Either that or we'll just support. both be like, go Bray, because you never get anything. <laughs> That's true. But Finn's getting, Finn hasn't got anything either, other than that one night See? Universal Champion. But you know what I'm thinking, though? This could totally lead to Broken Matt, like, big time. It could. Like, these could be the first steps to Bray and Broken. True. And you know what? I will lose my shit <laughs> that is like a year of waiting and like thinking about it and like oh my god this could happen it'll guys. definitely happen guys you will hear my screams 
Wherever you are in the world, you will hear my screams. And if if it's in Atlanta, which timing it could be, could be, yeah. Jennifer will be deaf. <laughs> so, <laughs> although if I can get through Roman, you pussy ass bitch, I think I can get through screaming about <laughs> Bray. This this could get this could get messy. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, guys. So I I hope that's where it's leading, and Finn can go fight Roman for the title. Yeah. Because he needs that title. He does. He never lost that title. He never did. It's not fucking fair that he didn't get a one-on-one shot. Not fair. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Wait. Really? Here's the other thing I was thinking, though. Isn't Bray supposed to have a rematch for his title? But his title's on... I know, but... Nighttime. Are we? Oh, well, I don't care. Are we gonna forget about that? Like, I think they did. <laughs> I mean, they gave it to gender and give Randy rematches. I think they forgot about it. Just sit there. So that's how we're gonna play this game. All right. Well, um, yeah. So, so that was raw in a nutshell. Uh, no, no, we, for- we forgot one part. Oh, the very end. Yes. Bronze back! Yay! <laughs> and he dragged Roman around like a doll, and it was. Great. He did. <laughs> Guys, I was doing the yes chant. I was, I, and he looked so cute doing it. It was Roman, and who was in the ring else was in the ring? Samoa Joe, and he Samoa Joe. him like no problem. My poor Joe. Okay, did you see how easy he picked him up, though? Yeah, oh yeah. That was, a. Uh... then you start to think, can Brock put him in the F5? That's a good point. Can he? I don't think so. It, it wouldn't land right, that's for sure. Can he suplex him? He could suplex him. He couldn't. I don't think that that five would land right at all. I want to see the two of them just like... That, yeah. I think Braun could destroy him. And it would be great. See, it would be good. And I want to see Lesnar and Joe again. I enjoyed that. I mean... That was, that was enjoyable. It was. And You know, the only two people we're talking about in this equation... Are Braun and Joe. That's true. Sorry, not sorry. True. I'm doing a happy <laughs> dance, guys. Because Braun's back, and he's not dead. He's not dead. He's not finished. He's not, no. He's never finished. No. Phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> we, love, we love Braun. We do. He's. He. I think he's going to be our best friend one day. I hope so. I like, even in my mind, I feel like we could be besties. I feel like we could, too, because me and him are both country. He's country boy, I'm a country girl. We can get along. And we'll go to, like, Avenged Sevenfold in Disneyland. Yay! Yeah. Go to Disneyland with Braun would be the... Well, really, I'd rather go with Mojo. But Braun, too. I just... I just love Mojo. Okay, moving on. So, that was Raw. Oh, God. Smackdown was horrible. Smackdown was horrible. I think... Poor Renee. I mean, she was back there having to do those interviews, and she just did not look herself at all. Um, if you guys have been under a rock this last week, they canceled Talking Smack. They also canceled. They also canceled Unfiltered, her other show on the network. And that was a good show. Yeah. And, and she had good people. Yeah. She asked the hard-hitting questions. She does, and she's, she's just cool. So, I mean... 
it's rumored that Vince didn't like things that are unscripted, which to me is stupid because there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm assuming is unscripted. I assume Ride Along is unscripted. I mean, it's well, probably what's, what's Vince gonna do? Sit in the back seat of a car and be like, "You can't talk about that." But I'm saying, why didn't he cancel that shit? You know, if, he, watch, if, it, if it's next. about, if it's probably I'll okay. Don't pissed. put that juju in the universe, please, because that show is genius. We got to hear Neville say that Sammy is orgasmic over coffee. I know. It's true. That was that was a moment, guys. And we got to see Seamus sleeping and, and Cesaro taking care of him. It was so cute. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, they I missed that. Them both. You did miss it. You were sleeping. <laughs> um, they, they, they canceled both. And the rumor is that he didn't want stuff on there that was unscripted. But, you know, everybody is saying the exact same things, like, everywhere that I've read, is Talking Smack did so much for so many people. It really made Baron so much better on the mic. So much better. He still has a ways to go. But when he, I thought his best mic work, his best promo work was on Talking Smack. Because there was a while there where they had him on, like, every single episode almost. Yeah. And he did amazing at that. Um, Miz... When he cut that promo on Daniel Bryan. Yes. And uh, the Usos. The Usos have done have, have improved because the of that, Usos. too. Um, AJ Styles. AJ has done some really good ones. <laughs> um, it's, it's, just, it was, it's just fun. Like, it's just an extension of the show. You know, Raw is three hours long. SmackDown is two hours long. It's an extension of the show. And, of course, Nikki hates 205 Live. I, I get hate it. it with a passion, guys. I get it. But here's my thing. 205 does not have to be live. Like, they can put Talking Smack on first and then put 205 second. But they put 205 in between because they wanted to get people to watch 205. So they knew Talking Smack was viewed that much that they wanted to use it to draw people into 205 Live. So now you're going to take it away? Like, do you really think that's going to help 205? Well, not only that, but then you have the actual ratings from the network saying that Talking Smack beat 205 Live 8 out of 12 times. There you go. Like, it's not going to help 205. It's going it, to hurt it. Sadly, that's probably next to go, guys. It is, and I want them to save my babies. Like, they're going to shove them all on Raw. That's what they're going to do. And give them, like, two matches a night. Which, fine, that's fine. But give them a fucking storyline. Like, the way it is on Raw now, like, they just shove two people together for the most part and have them have a match. Like, it doesn't really, for the most part, you know, help in a storyline. Not that there's really that many storylines on there anyways. Like, it's all over the place. But I just feel like a lot of the cruiserweights are going to lose their jobs eventually over this. Because they can't all fit on the Raw roster. I mean, TJ Perkins, I think, is safe. Hoping Brian, Brian Kendrick, Kendrick. Is safe. I hope he's safe. Honestly, Brian Kendrick will either retire or stay. Yeah. Like, I th- the guy's not young. No. He's, he's not like some, nice. Well, he's incredibly nice. And I mean that, like, he's been in the industry for a very long time, guys. Yeah. He was he's spanky back. Day. Yeah, he was spanky back in, like, 2002, 2003. Yeah. So, if anything, he would probably leave. And retire. Because, really. But I would want him to go out on a good note. Well, yeah. Or they give him some backstage role, which he I think he'd do good at. He would. 
Yeah. But Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher. Was it you that said maybe they'll put him on the UK show? If the UK show yeah. ever comes to fruition. If that ever happens. Because, because if 205 goes down, I don't really see them wanting to do the UK show. Even though I think more people would watch the UK show. Yeah. Well, and I feel like the UK show... From what I'm hearing, maybe they're stalling because they're trying to cut a deal with Progress. Hmm. I don't Get more know. more their guys? To show Progress on the network. Oh. Or show ICW on the network. Or even have more... Um, like exclusive matches. More exclusive matches. Showing more of that. Having... Being able to bring in those two. Even if... The, here's the thing, though, is... They're going to do a UK show. They can't just have the British Strong Style and Jack Gallagher. And uh, Wolfie. And Wolfie. <laughs> like. And, and Mark uh, Andrews. Mandrews. Mandrews. And uh, the one Finn's friends with. Jordan Devlin. Um, the one he. Yeah, the one. Jordan he, Devlin. Yeah. Well, like, I do not think he's very charismatic at all. I don't like it. But here's the thing is that's. Alistair Black could go on there. But he's probably going to go to the main roster. <laughs> Maybe. But he could go on there. He could. He could, yeah. But really, is he going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to this British show? Or is it going to be like, hey, I'm going to go make some big money? I don't know. I don't really feel like he's in it for the big money. We'll see. We'll see. But And not only that, but does he have a choice? Yeah, true. I feel like they might put him on the UK show. I really do. Which would be... Because they do get a... Yeah, and, you know, obviously there's a lot of UK audience out there that watch WWE, and they would probably be very happy to have him on there. So. I just feel like maybe they're trying to cut a deal with Progress and ICW before they have the UK show to get more people. Because really, like, British Strong Style, Mandrews, Gallagher, that's five. Wolf. Wolf. Possibly Alistair Black. Eh, that's seven. I mean... Yeah, but think of all the guys that are in the tournament, though. Um, the guy that Pete knocked out. Crap. What's his name? He could go. Um, but you ha- these the people who are in there would have to sign somewhat exclusive deals. Somewhat. Well, yeah, because Pete and... For a strong shot, they're never going to sign an exclusive deal, I don't think. Not I feel yet. like that, I don't think that they will for a while. Well, yeah, I think, but I, think I that feel they're... like that brings back to the ICW progress thing. Right. Is they'll cut a deal. The guys can go back to progress whenever they want, but they can't go do indie shows everywhere. Right. Because right now they're doing like Lucha Underground stuff. Like they're just doing like all these. It was like Lucha. It's like Lucha UK or Lucha something. something, but it's not Lucha Underground. No. They probably like, would go there, too. Yeah, they'd go anywhere. Yeah. They'd go to Ring of Honor. They would. They'd, they'd show up. They hey, would guys. kill it. They would kill it. Hey, Young I love Bucks. Those guys. I love those guys so much. God, their match with Young Bucks and Kenny. Yes. Good. What do you mean? We didn't see hardly any of it. I saw parts of it online. <laughs> YouTube. My friend. I did look on YouTube, but I didn't see really? a lot of it. I saw parts of it. Well, yeah, I saw parts of it, too, where they someone was, like, up in the stands, like, up high, like, in, like, a balcony or something, like, looking down on it, shooting some stuff. 
But also on the UK show, you could have Regal be the manager. Of course. I mean, love Regal, Regal. Regal and Pete alone, man. That's enough reason to tune in right there. Hours of entertainment. It is. And, you know, people still don't really know anything about Trent Seven. People still don't really know anything about Tyler Bate, even though he was the champ. I feel like Pete is really the only one that has fleshed himself out in WWE. I like Trent. <laughs> I love Trent, but I'm just saying people that don't watch Progress or, you know, only have seen them in the WWE stuff. Don't, don't really, really know. Don't really know. And Mandrews, I feel like Mandrews is in a band. I think that's probably all that they know about Mandrews. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot they could do with it. And I just hope they don't fuck it up like they are fucking up 205. Because 205 could have been really good and they're screwing it up. Well, and I think if the format is on the network following NXT, they'll do just fine. 205, if they had done on the network following NXT or before NXT, it would have done just fine. That's true. Because honestly, John Cena fan with their two kids who are John Cena fans are not going to stay to watch 205. Because it's late. It's late. And they don't care. That's so sad. I feel so bad for those guys. But they don't. They're the, and this is the WWE. It's not the guy's fault. The guy's, they're, work, they're doing what they're told. Yeah. And I think the sucky thing is, is that they were put in a weird situation. Because why are they going to be on both shows? Yeah. Why? That makes zero sense at all. Yeah. Like, just the, the writing is just terrible. It's terrible. The only good thing they did was, was the Neville and TJ um, situation with, uh, ironically enough, Austin Aries. Um... That was really the only good thing they did. I mean, making making Neville what he is is cool. And turning TJ heel, I think, was a good choice. And some of the stuff Jack Gallagher does is really funny, like really entertaining. But then you have so much other shit that's stupid and doesn't make any sense. And there's some really good guys in there. Mustafa Ali, he is so nice, you guys. He's so nice. And he's really, really good. And I did feel you like hear they wanted Mustafa Ali for Aladdin. He wanted to be Aladdin, yeah. I wanted him to be Aladdin. I know. He's, he's just so nice. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like he's probably one of the ones that if they cancel 205, they probably won't keep around. Which sucks, because he's, people like him. And he's 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 good. And I feel like that, that he'll be gone, probably. I thought they'll keep TJ and Brian and Jack. Maybe. And Neville. And Neville will be fed back to... A main roster who yeah. where he did nothing. So just a sad <sighs> sad state of two of five on it, guys. Sad, sad state of wrestling, guys. It is. And SmackDown, I don't really think there's that much to talk about. I mean it the women's match was good, Charlotte and Becky. Amazing. Yep. Stole the show. Um not that it really was that difficult. They're burying Sammy. <sighs> yeah. The, what else is new? I mean, once again, they're using Sammy to push somebody. That's what they're doing. And I'm sick of that. Um, but, you know, they announced today that they're going to have a rematch at Battleground. I guess, like, it's going to be the opening match or the pre-show match. I don't no, know. pre-show is Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. 
Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. <sighs> I don't even know what to say. Hence, Have they even gotten in a, a fight? <laughs> Hence the blinking. Have they even gotten in a fight or talked or anything? I guess. Like last night, Aiden was singing in something, shower or something, and singing Rizango in the rain. found him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like to call Aiden English Picasso pants because he wears those. Uh, oh, God. But it's just, it's. Stu- oh, my God. This is Poor what I was talking about earlier. SmackDown was so good. And now it's a mess. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand if they sent part of the writers to Raw to go with, with the, guy, the guys and the girls they write for. I don't understand. What's Here's going what I have on. to say Why did you call Ty up? If you were going to treat him like shit. Yep. Yep. Why? Why did you let Mojo win the Andre the Giant Battle, Battle Royal and then have him do nothing? Except for the last. Dark matches. Yeah, except for opening and dark matches for the last, let's see, seven, uh, four or five months? Yeah. It just, it's just. It's almost four months since Mania, and he's done really kind of nothing other than go on Talking Smack. But now Talking Smack is no more. I didn't even think about that. Yes, Mojo's promo on Talking Smack was awesome. And I think it really scored him some points with Shane, too. But guess what, guys? No more. No more Talking Smack, so. (sighs) Uh, Sammy on Talking Smack was precious. Sammy on anything is precious. So, um, Fashion Files. Fashion Files was good. We're ready to find out who is, is attacking them, and you think it's Ascension. I don't really know why. Why do you think it's Ascension? Who else is it going to be? I don't know. <laughs> Other I don't, Ascension is Mojo not going to Okay, this is SmackDown we're talking about. It's going to be something stupid. Yeah. Maybe Ascension? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I know whenever... Maybe. I mean, I know when Tyler was describing them, like, weeks ago, he said they had, like, greasy hair. And... One arm. Maybe (laughs) two. (laughs) One arm. Maybe two. Oh, gosh. But I don't know. I just... I don't know. They're wasting those guys, too. I mean, obviously their promos are awesome, but what other than that are they really doing? Nothing. Other than Fashion Files, which is, like, the only reason I'm tuning in. Yeah. I tune um, in to see Mojo every week, and it doesn't happen very often. Baron and Shinsuke's tag match? You know, I thought that match was pretty good. A good match. I still don't understand why Baron hates Shinsuke. Because and they're two guys who have nothing else better to do. True. I did, And I also did like Baron and um, uh, KO teaming up. Yeah. I did like that pairing. Team, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm on that team too. At this point, with this yeah. whole thing, this show, this show, hot mess. And of course, guys, afterwards, I got a little emotional because guess what? No talking smack to watch. Yep. So, Smackdown. Renee, Renee is upset, guys, and I don't blame her. Did you see uh, her and Daniel Bryan were like, "We're gonna go in the underground." Yep. Yep. And uh, if they do, that will be the best show ever. Because then they don't have to worry about what Vince says. It's true. 
Oh, and they also said they're going to keep talking smack around after pay-per-views for a little bit. First they said permanently. Now they're saying for a little bit. And guess who's going to be Renee's co-host? Jerry Lawler. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, seriously. Yeah, remember the last time they got together and Jerry Lawler was like, all women hate each other. And Renee's like, uh, no. Actually, yeah. no. It's going to be you. It's going to be awful. <laughs> I don't think she's happy quit? about that either. What if she fucking quits? I would. Quits on live TV. I would buy that girl a steak dinner. I just feel so bad for her. And I'm not the biggest Renee fan in the world, you guys. I've said that before. I'm not. But at this point, I feel so bad for her. Like, it's not even funny. She looked so, like, deflated on SmackDown last night. Like, she just looked like she didn't give a fuck. Like, she just didn't have her normal like glow to her like she was just kind of like there asking the questions and I just I felt bad for her I didn't watch the interview with Kurt and Jason Jordan's I don't know how she acted during that but it's kind of funny though because she's like so do you think this is gonna make you play favorites <laughs> and she asked that like three times and Kurt's like no not at all yeah right they're actually saying that Jason's probably going to get a mid-card title shot. So he may go after Intercontinental title, maybe. What other one is there? Yeah, but at least that gets Miz away from Dean. Thank God. Yeah. Well, guys, I think SmackDown's in a bigger funk than we are. <laughs> maybe. Vince, maybe. Is, Vince, is, Vince needs to get laid or something. My God. Just, <laughs> like, I don't know what's what's wrong with that man and then we had the breaking news as of this morning shane was in a helicopter shane almost died yeah shane almost died yeah shane was in a helicopter that had to land in the atlantic ocean i feel like fate has it out for smackdown i know renee's fired from her talking smack duties shane almost dies (laughs) daniel bryan can't go and talk about birdie and hot dog eating contests and you know everything else he talks about veganism and gardening <laughs> it's just terrible but yes you know, Shane is okay okay god though so Shane is okay thank god because of something yeah, yes. Shane McMahon we wouldn't be on this podcast no we'd be like guys we're gonna have to wait <laughs> I would we're be, in mourning I would be so upset oh my god yeah no Guys, you have no idea. We love Shane. We love Shane. And then people are interviewing him. You can see the clip everywhere where people are interviewing him for television. And this dumb girl, woman, whoever, you know, there's all these people interviewing. He's making this statement about what happened. And then I guess somebody is, like, talking in her ear, whispering to her something. And she goes, are you Vince McMahon's son? And his face. And then he's like, yeah, I am. Like, (laughs) What does this have to do with anything? Like, oh, yeah. Well, I was just this. in a helicopter crash <laughs> and you're asking me this. And she's like, oh, well, they wanted me to, to ask you to find out. And I'm like, bitch, first of all, you probably don't even know who Vince McMahon is. And second of all, why would you why would you open your mouth and say that? Like, wh- why? Like, this man just could have died. And you're like, oh, are you Vince? Who the fuck cares? Who cares? I say Renee takes her job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a job, damn it. Oh, my God. It was horrible. But thankfully, Shane is okay. Can I just say, them taking away Talking Smack, I feel like Daniel Bryan's going to go to Ring of Honor even more now. 
That's true. Because I think he's pissed. He is, guys. So, um... Or they take it on the underground and tell the real story of the WWE. That would be nice. Although I feel like we know most of it. Right. <laughs> From the rumors and stuff that we hear, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, so we're just briefly, and then we're gonna go, because it's actually very late where I am right now. Um... We have been talking back and forth this last week about how unhappy so many wrestlers in WWE seem to be. And fans. And fans. Fans are upset, of course. But so many wrestlers are becoming more vocal about how unhappy they are. Like, Emma tweeted um, Monday night that it was her anniversary of being in WWE, and she was sitting backstage. And she was like, happy anniversary to me. So, um... You know, she's clearly unhappy. Sasha, who is active on Tumblr, I did not know that, has a Tumblr. Sasha's got a Tumblr, guys. Sasha's got a Tumblr. um, Let me find the exact, because I saved it. Sasha put... Hold on. She put, two more years left, new beginnings coming. She's out the door. She's out the door, guys. Yeah. Dean Dean is going to be out the door. Yeah. Daniel Bryan out the door. He's halfway out. He should have already signed with Ring of Honor. (laughs) Um, Luke Harper, he's pissed. He's pissed. Like, he got mad because uh, they credited the wrong person. They said Mojo. Yeah. Eliminated somebody. He goes, um, actually that was me and my name's Luke Harper. Mojo's pissed. He's he's hiding it by being like, oh, I'm gonna work harder. Blah, blah, blah. But he's pissed. You know, um, who else is pissed? So many people. I mean, anybody that's sitting backstage, you know Sami Zayn has got to be really pissed. Yeah. You know he has to be. And I imagine Kevin Owens is pissed for him. So, you know, I imagine up until now, Finn was probably pretty unhappy. Um, I just feel like they're misusing people. They're not using people. And the wrestlers are getting sick of it, and they're actually starting to speak out. And they're putting it in a way where they're not going to get in trouble for talking out of class, speaking out of class. But I think we're going to see it more and more until there's some changes, some serious changes made. Because people are getting sick of it. And there's all these cool, you know, indie things happening right now. You know, the Young Bucks are selling out Hot Topics left and right, you know. And, you know, there's all these opportunities out there. And... They don't have to stick around for this shit. Any other indie company would be happy to have them. And that's the thing is the Young Bucks right now are making more money probably than WWE. Okada makes way more money than he would in the WWE. Mm-hmm. The guy makes John Cena, Roman Reigns level money in New Japan. Yeah. He does. John Cena? He's not going to stick around, guys. No. Brock? There's already been rumors of Brock going back to the UFC. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And, I was going to say, I was happy to hear Brock actually speak last week. I know. But uh, him and Heyman were spotted courting some MMA companies. So, hmm. um, give it what you will. I mean... People, yeah, people are tired. People are sick of it. 
I'm sick of it. You're sick of it. Like, it's, it's sad. It's sad that you have all this talent and you can't figure out how to use them. I think it's sad that you're letting things get that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you're taking away Talking Smack. You're taking away Renee's show. Do you realize you're not only going to lose your most educated interviewer, who knows what the fuck she's talking about, and knows how to do her job. And is charismatic. Yes. And you actually want to listen to her. And her and Daniel Bryan are so good. And her and Shane, her and so good. good. You realize you piss her off. Her husband, one of your big stars who sells all this merch, He's, he's not, not too yeah. far behind. He's not going to put up with that shit. No. And you're you're ruining him. You really are. Like, hell. Why? Like, why Why would he want to stay? After you treat his wife like crap, take her shows away, and he could go to Ring of Honor and make probably just as much money working four days a month. He could go to Ring of Honor and take that belt off Cody like that. He could. No problem. No. Not a problem. And he could be more himself. And not have his rules. These rules of, Dean, you gotta be kooky fun guy. Yeah. It's bullshit. I feel like at this point, up until last night, I feel like Dean was very uncomfortable. He just seemed really uncomfortable. Like, he couldn't even hide it. But last night, I think he he was feeling it. He, he enjoyed it. So, I don't know. And I keep saying last night, Monday night. But here's but. the thing is, his contract, we'll say 2018, 2019, we'll probably say. So, two years. Or you could just quit. Or you just quit. You'd be like, I want to be released. And because it's after wrong. the shield comes back together, what? what is there? him yeah i don't know how about a decent title run are they gonna get him no and giving him somebody else to fight besides i mean if the rumors from what i've been hearing are correct roman's gonna win at SummerSlam. well yeah i'm sure and i mean we haven't had a dean versus roman feud but roman's gonna probably hold the title to mania at least if not longer See, and I'm trying to be the the positive. Roman is, an, is not that bad person, but that just pisses me off. Like, all of these people, if these rumors are wrong, I really hope they are. I hope Braun or Joe or Dean or Bray or Finn or Broken Seth Matt, again. Seth. Seth again. Like, I hope they do. I really do. I want them to. I believe me, if Bray won again... I lose my shit again. I was running a hundred two fever and in the car hearing about it. I lost my shit in the car. So, but it's honestly the way things are looking. Really, you're gonna have Roman, if these rumors are right, holding that title from August to April, and then you have. 
hopefully Baron cashing in and winning it from somebody. No, Baron would, would win the other title. Well, yeah, I'm saying hopefully we have Baron cashing in between... Now and then. Now and then. Otherwise, so. we're going to get gender. Randy. Cena can go either way. I mean... Yeah. It's just, a mess. It's, just, it's, just it's the same shit over and, and over. The thing that I'm really worried about, and this makes me sick to think about, what if Baron doesn't win his cash-in? Oh, yeah. I've thought about that, too. What if they're like, like no, fuck you. Sorry. Yeah, like, they play up that, you know, Baron be too, being too cocky and him coming out there and getting his ass handed to him. I've thought about that. Yeah. But and then, and then what good, what good was that? You know, and, and to me, him getting that briefcase gives me hope that Vince has some, he likes Baron. But, but I also thought that, you know, given Mojo, the Battle Royal win meant that Vince liked Mojo. And look where that got Mojo. And look where it's gotten Baron since he got the, the briefcase. He really hasn't done very much. I mean, Shinsuke. And here's the thing is Shinsuke's not going to be much longer because obviously if, again, rumors, if they're right, we're going to get AJ and and Shinsuke at Mania, probably. Yeah. So, and that probably won't be for a title. No. But it'll probably be better than the match for the title. (laughs) Yeah. It will. Yeah. And... I don't think Randy cares anymore. I don't think he does either. I think he's over it too. I think he's right now he's collecting a paycheck. Yeah, but I think it's not that he. I don't think he's he doesn't care just because he doesn't care. I think he's just like this is fucked up. Like you got this gender with this title. Like really, really. Like you know, and he's a cocky asshole. I know that, but I think even the big names kind of think that. It's bullshit. Like, it's a joke. It is a joke. It's a joke. What I, I was telling you last night, I was watching Ring of Honor, and I have no idea what episode it is, guys, because I record the, actually, the live, not live, but the current episodes on my DVR, which I'm going to catch up on on Saturday. That's my plan. Um, But I was watching the latest one that was uploaded to the Fight app, and Cody had come out to cut a promo with his belt, and he said, he was actually referring to Ring of Honor, but he said um, that people were unhappy because he was steroid-free and a full-timer. And I was like, that sounds like a, a you know, like he's talking about gender and uh, Brock, or just Brock. You know? Or both. Or I'm both. going both. Yeah. Because, guys, we're not blind. Not gonna throw any allegations out there take it uh, what you will but we're not blind no I just, we're not I just feel like everybody in the industry <laughs> like the indies and everything is probably looking at WWE right now and being like no, no like why why I'm do good. you want to go Yeah. why I'm good. Thanks. I bet everybody in NXT is like I don't want to go mm-hmm. like what why What's the point of going? I don't know. It's just, it's, it sucks. 
It really does. It's just getting worse. Aside from the few highlights that we talked about, it's it's not getting any better. It's not. So, so not here's the thing is I will keep watching. Yep, me too. Not because of Vince McMahon. Not because of the creative staff, not because of any executives, but because I enjoy the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And even if they're shit on, you know? All my favorites are shit on. Except for Pete. Girl, Frey is the king of getting shit on. He is. He is. Literally, guys, all Bray does. And this isn't his choice, obviously. Goes out, cuts a kooky promo about how spooky he is. Gets in the ring, he gets beat. Although he did beat Seth twice. Twice. Yeah, which is pretty good. Plus two in the past year. Yeah, Yay! but he beat Seth. Yeah, so maybe, well, he's, maybe he's starting to, you know. Six months from now? Who's going to remember? Well, yeah, it was a pointless feud, but... I feel like maybe they're on the right track now, letting him beat Do you really guy. think they'll have him beat Ben? I love Bray. Guys, I, don't know. I am the head of the Bray hype train, <laughs> as you all know. But do you really think they're going to have him lose? Have Finn lose? I'm not ruling that out. They didn't let Finn, not, win, the, they didn't let Finn win, you know, for the shot at the title. And so. here's the thing is I'm conflicted on it. Because Roman is going to need heels to fight. Right. So maybe they give it to him. But they're not going to let him win the title. Honestly, here's what's going to happen, guys. Spoiler alert. He's going to go fight Roman for the title a couple times. But guess what happens both times? What happens? What happens? Just, Just guess, guys. We've seen this story play out before. Roman says this is his yard, and he spears him, and he keeps Ooh, him. Ooh, wow! Cock my fist and punch you in the face. Ooh, I won! Yay! I punch! You guys, and I'm not, I really, really am not hating on Joe, the Roman. I think we've prefaced that enough. Is I know, I but I, I want to, this is bullshit. I want to keep repeating this, though. I don't, I don't, it's not his fault. It oh. is, you know, I and mean, obviously I'm sure he's enjoying the fact that he's getting all the screen time and probably making a hell of a lot more money, you know, but it's not his fault, but they're not helping him. You know, they think they're building up this great guy that's going to be the next John Cena. And blah, blah, the blah. Rock? The Rock. No, no. He's not The Rock. He's not John Cena. He's Roman Reigns. Like, there's no need for this ridiculousness. It's ridiculous. At this point. Can I just say they, um, I mean, Roman fans, here's me telling you they ruined him. They did. They did. Had he not beat The Undertaker and gone on and been a heel and done all this stuff with Braun and. See, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little bit nicer than that. Had he beaten The Undertaker and they let him be humble about it. We discussed this a couple weeks ago. If he had acknowledged the fact that it was the freaking Undertaker, even then, 
I wouldn't be as angry. But here's the thing. Look at Brock. People are pissed because Brock ended the streak. Okay, that's a streak. But here's the thing. is Taker came back from a streak. Ending his career is a whole other level. But Uh, I get that. But I'm saying if he... If they if it was gonna be Roman, if Taker wanted Roman, if Vince wanted Roman, if that's what they wanted to do, they wanted it to be like that. That's fine, whatever. But don't have him be such an asshole about it and expect him to be the next John Cena or the next Rock or whoever. The Rock and John Cena, either one, would have showed some some freaking respect, and they didn't let Roman do that. They made Roman get out of that ring and walk straight to the back and look over his shoulder like this is my yard. Fuck you. And. That's not the next John Cena. That's not the next Rock. Like, Can I just say, had it been Bray, who is a heel, is a heel, guys, there would have been respect. And it's not, again, it's not his Roman's fault. No. It's what they told him to do. Because there was that picture that was posted somewhere on social media afterwards where he was actually backstage crying about it. And, you know, it, it's not his fault. It's what they told him to do. So he did it. But that did not earn him any points right there. No. Guys, did not. Nope. Anyway, WWE is a hot mess. Hot mess. And so I'm going to catch up on Ring of, Ring of Honor. And hopefully Nikki can catch up on Ring of Honor. We'll talk about it. I want to actually start talking about something besides this hot mess. Because, I mean, we'll still talk about it, of course, but... I really, really want to talk about something else because it just makes me angry. And Guys, I like I'm, I'm like, I either want to cry or be really uh, just mad. Really pissed. Yeah. Because here's the thing is we care about the wrestler. We care about the character. Like, you get so – I don't want to – I don't even know what the... You would buy in so much to this character just to see them shit on. Yeah. And it's not even the character. It's the person, too. Like, if you follow them on social media, they're not always in character. A lot of times they're themselves. And, you know, you grow to to like them. And then, you know... Like Seamus and Cesaro. Like Seamus and Cesaro. Or... Or Mojo. Or Enzo. Like, all these rumors are circulating that Enzo's this big asshole. Which I don't really believe. But, you know, Enzo was yesterday putting on his Instagram where he got Frankie a skateboard. And Frankie was pushing the skateboard around. It was the funniest, cutest thing ever. Like, Naya's got a pig now? Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's, and TJ has a little pig, Cupcake. He's getting another one. Like, you know, you really get to know them through social media. And it makes you care about them even more if you, I mean, I realize we're, like, totally extreme here. (laughs) Like, we get up and check social media and see what pictures and videos that they've posted but I do it at work yeah so I mean I do it too but I mean now in this day and age you know you feel way more connected not only to the character but to the person like that's the first thing I do is like open my phone open Facebook look at wrestling rumors yeah yeah she's always texting me rumors in the morning she's like did you did you hear this I'm like no (laughs) <laughs> this happened overnight. <laughs> Funny thing is, I knew about the Shane helicopter crash like an hour before the WWE even said it. <laughs> Guys. 
Yeah, when they, sent, when, they, when they sent that app. Yep. I mean, the, the app. Yeah, I knew about it too. I had, seen, I had seen it on Twitter, I think. It was funny though. I'm like, huh. <laughs> we know. Old news. Okay. So I got to say, guys, you may say rumors lie and rumors are bad. They're kind of spot on most of the time. Except about their personal lives. Those are not always right. We're not even not. going there. We're not going there tonight. I'm too tired. We're not going there. Um, but, uh, guys, don't believe everything you read about wrestlers' personal lives, especially when it's anonymous crap somewhere. Don't believe it. Or, like, I heard from my friend's cousin's brother's dog walker that. Right. Like, don't believe that shit. I'm not saying they're perfect. I know they cheat. I know that, you know, sexual things ha- go down. This happen. goes back to, like, Last week, mistakes happen, guys. They do. If you're around somebody like that for long enough, you know, things happen. You put me on the road with some of those guys I like. Oh, God. For four or five months. That'd be tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, well, I probably would because it's been built up for so long. But in general. (laughs) Tomorrow. (laughs) That's tomorrow. But, I mean... Things are gonna happen, and, and you know it's none of your, none of our business. First of all, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know. There's just been a lot of stuff that's come out in the last couple weeks about people's Month. personal lives, months, but even like in the last few weeks that we haven't even talked about on here. That I don't really want to talk about on here because I don't believe them. But uh, anyway, so next week we are gonna span branch out and talk about some Ring of Honor because I know oh. I hope. That a lot of you watch Ring of Honor. And the G1. And the G1. We gotta start with, yeah. G1's going on right now, guys. I know. I'm behind. gotta catch up. I know. Kenny's wrestling actually right now, I think. Hmm. According to Facebook, he just posted that he has a match. Alright. So, Kenny's wrestling at this moment. So maybe. On the whole other side of the world. So maybe next week we will um, talk about Battleground. If there's anything exciting to talk about, Battlegrounds, <laughs> and we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about what happens with um, Dean and Seth and Bray and Finn, and then we will. I uh, will talk about Raw. Maybe that's what I just said. Dean and Seth, Bray and Finn. That's what we're gonna, and Braun. Braun because Braun is guys. He's winning my heart, but not that way. We'll just talk. We'll talk about those three things, and then we will move on and talk about Ring of Honor and G One. We can do that. I feel like it'd be a good friendship, Braun and I. I feel like it would be too. <laughs> yeah, good I do. Team. Good team. We'd be, we would be a good team. Oh, you would. We would be a very formable team. <laughs> Dean just is looking at me like I'm insane. I know. I lock my dogs out. I'm a very unhappy husband. Two very unhappy dogs right now. So, what else is new? What else is new? That's my life. Which leads us into there's going to be a second part of this podcast. That is not really wrestling related. No, it's not. At all. Um, that we're going to film, not tonight, because I'm going to bed. But um, we are going to film, and we'll be up shortly after this one, where we're just going to talk about life, guys. And we are going to, I am going to preface this a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Dean Ambrose to lead into it. Um, what's, what's Dean Ambrose? <laughs> the, the real, the man. Okay, because I'll talk and, about my dog, too. I love talking and about Does he have anxiety <laughs> or depression? He's got ADD. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Got ADD. 
But anyway, we're going to talk about all that. And it's going to be totally not wrestling related, but... Well, I feel like there will be references. There will be. Definitely. But not... Definitely. We're not going to wrestling, guys. No. So it'll be like a little extra addition. You guys There'll be tears. That. So if you don't want to hear people crying... <laughs> um, or yelling... It, I mean, people like me. complaining about their lives, which yeah, I think people say complaining when you have stuff going on, you're not like venting, you're venting, and you're just you need someone to listen. That's all there is to it. So, I hate when people say complaining, and I just said it. So, I think I'm back. Yeah, well, we will vent about our lives and maybe get out of the funk, maybe, maybe, and maybe you will understand why we're so obsessed with wrestling because our lives pretty much suck. <laughs> Pretty damn much, guys. Yeah. So. Kind of sad. It is sad. But we will keep moving forward. Damn right, because you know what's happening in November? <laughs> You're going to meet Bray again. Yeah. Part yeah. two and maybe three. Part two and three. And okay. who knows? Jennifer may have to talk for me. I may. I may. I had to start the wave, guys. I had to start the wave. Either that or we'll just both be staring at each other and you'll just be standing there awkwardly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I know, actually, I would be taking pictures if that was happening. We're just like, hi. <laughs> hi. Look at my swamp hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> guys, let's just say in Phoenix, it is stormed for the past week straight, probably. And um, my hair, looking swampy. Yeah. Feeling the weather. Feeling the weather. As is everything else. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to go because I got to go to sleep. And I got to eat food because I haven't had food since 11 o'clock this morning. I feel like we always say that. I'm going to bed. You're going yeah. to eat. I know. I should stop eating so late. But <laughs> I should stop staying up so late. <laughs> we do. So, yeah. Do. Next week, guys, more Ring of Honor, more G1, more not talking about WWE, which I feel like will be refreshing. I do. Though we may have to talk about our guys. But yeah. you guys are accustomed to. Right, right. And I feel like <laughs> our guys are a lot of, a lot of you guys like you know, have the same guys. Yeah. Uh, not mine, I don't think. People like Bray. Yeah. Not the way you like Bray, but people like Bray. I'm on the train. I'm the conductor of the train, guys. I'm the conductor of a lot of trains. <laughs> <laughs> you got trains everywhere. And I do. Every area code. I do. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. Yay! It's Dean Ambrose, guys. Yeah, he's on. He's he's on the screen. He is. He's he's yawning. He's tired. He's over it. He is. Okay. Are you over shitty booking? <laughs> he's like, what does that mean? That's a yes. <laughs> Anyway, enough about me and my dog. We love each other. All right. Um, so we're going to go for this part. For this part. But uh, look for the next part. because Yeah. Just be prepared. <laughs> Beware. Beware. You'll hear some dark shit from me, guys. <laughs> you really don't understand. But it's good. It'll be good. It's good. Yeah. I think we need it. If nobody listens, it's just for us then. Yeah. I think people will listen, though. I really do. Because a lot of people that listen to this, that especially are people that that have followed us from Tumblr, I know 
are going through the same kind of things. So, yeah. And um, not only that, they probably just want to know why we're in a funk. Probably. Because they hear about it all the time. That's true. But I think we do a pretty good job of being perky on here, despite the fact that our lives suck. We are pretty perky here. Yeah. Yeah. Until next part. Until next then, part. Then you'll hear just <laughs> the truth, the raw truth. This next yeah. part will be the talking smack of our podcast. It's the raw talk. It's the raw talk. Uh, yeah. So that will be the raw talk of our broadcast. Yep. All right, guys. So that leads us to this. We will see you, talk to you, however you, you, U.S. listen to us next week. Yes. And, um... If anything major happens, like if someone gets in another helicopter crash, or we may have to do a special edition. But hey, I doubt. I knock doubt. on wood that that's gonna happen. I hope not. Dear God, protect I'm Shane really McMahon not. at all costs. Guys, form a circle around Shane. Yeah. Yes. Prayer <laughs> circle. Please, guys. Please. <laughs> don't don't lose Shane. No. He's, he's uh, kind he's of the he's, only. Him and, him and Hunter, man. Him and Hunter. We can't lose him. Daniel Bryan. Oh, dear God. I'm talking about the future of WWE. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm, I'm going to need some booze for when this happens. I know. All right. We're really going. All right. All right, guys. So until next week. Bye. bye.